For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time to step inside the Octagon with your host, Ike Feldman. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ike Feldman. It is a fight week of all fight weeks. We have four local guys. Local as local fighters get. Here's your boy from the Octagon. Covering James Gonzalez, Dennis Bazookia, Ring of Combat 75 this Friday. Just a couple of days, just a couple of short hours away. And then we turn the page to Saturday. Bellator 274, Justin Montalvo, Aviv Gozali. Pride of Israel. It's an amazing weekend. We also have the local scene in Patchogue, New York. My stomping ground. Many stories from Patchogue. Flex Fight Series. New York versus Florida 2. That should be fun. I feel like there's a, a lot of transplants from both states that know each other. So it could be cousins fighting each other. And that's going down this Saturday as well. In Patchog. Amazing fight weekend. On this episode of the Iktagon. Again guys. Very lucky. Very gracious for the opportunity. And the doors that are opening for me. Had the chance to sit down with. The pride of Albania. And Staten Island. Dennis Bazookia. And then right after that. Aviv Gozali. These two trained together at Law, MMA, Longo and Wyman, Mixed Martial Arts Academy. And also at Matt Serra's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu's Academy. Both can be found in Long Island, one in Huntington, one in Garden City. Beautiful facilities, expert trainers, black belts all over, Jedis as Matt Serra used to uh, as Matt Sarah calls them. Hey, Jedis! Matt Sarah has a re-stuck the song... Was it Trap Queen? Stuck the song Trap Queen back in my head. I think it's from like five or six years ago, but he just walks around the, the mats in the facility yelling 1738. And for those of you that, I don't know, live on Earth, you know what the hell that's, uh, what that means. Oh my gosh. Good times, good times. I swear, there should be a TV camera following around the Ray Longo and <laughs> Matt Serra uh, gang of people. Because there's just personalities that just go to these wonderful dojos and gyms. And hubs for martial artists. It's uh, it's fantastic. But enough of me. Let's get to the fighters. Again, 
Dennis Bazukia, and then right after that into Aviv Gozali. Enjoy. It's time to step inside the Iktagon with your host, Ike Feldman. What's up, everybody? It's Ike Feldman, but more importantly, it's some dude with no shirt. He's making Iktagon and CBS, NBC, everybody who I've interviewed under all the platforms, everybody's had a shirt on. They've been gentlemen. For some reason, this male model cannot find a shirt. Coincidentally, right at the interview time, but... Again, we're with, uh, are you sponsored by Calvin Klein, Armani? Who's sponsoring you? Louis Vuitton, Gucci. All right, so we're here with Louis Vuitton and Gucci model, Dennis Bazookia, on Instagram and Twitter, at Dennis Bazookia, B-U-Z-U-K-J-A, pronounced Bazookia. He's a sweetheart online, but he'll kill you in person. He's fighting Ring of Combat 75 versus Josh Roller, February 18th. 2021, right around the corner. First of all, how you feeling? I feel great, brother. Um, it's 2022, February 18th. Yeah, you ju- <laughs> it just that just reminded me because you said 2021, and I got into an argument at Chipotle a few weeks ago with someone. <laughs> the guy kept telling me I just forgot to put my mask on, which what is whatever. I'm not even gonna get into that, but the guy just disrespectfully told me put your mask on or else. You know, I don't mind, bro. The guy just, the worker goes, where's your mask? And I was like, oh, yeah, I, f- I don't have it. He goes, we're not serving you if you don't have your mask. So he's like, he told me, he's like, go next door and go get a mask. Like, I know the fucking guy. So I was like, yo, why, why are you talking to me like that? I was like, I'm not, I was like, no, I want, I was like, get me a mask then if you want me to put it on. I was like, I'm not going next door. The guy goes, uh, the guy goes, look, man, I don't know why you're complaining. It's 2021, but it was 2022. Can you hold this for a second? Yeah. I'm not sure if I hit I, oh, I got you, I got you. Okay, we're recording. Because <laughs> I was like, I wrote down the wrong year. I was like, do I fucking know it? <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Wait, no, no, we're keeping this going. So you're big on, uh, like, simple principles, like respect. That's loyalty, it. It's like principle, bro. I don't mind. Like, if you just, I mean, look, he, the guy probably deals with it so much, and people probably lash out on him when he brings it up. But just say, no, like... I said the pinto beans. No one said that. Like, I, no, I mean, like, the mask situation, you know? People probably, like, oh, I don't want to put my mask on, you know, oh. blah, blah, blah. But just the way he approached me about it, he told me, where I'm not... He's like, if you don't have your mask, I'm not serving you. Go next door. He's, like, telling me, go next door, go get a mask. I was like, no, you know what? I was like, you give me a mask if you got a problem. Did he? No, he didn't. He goes, look, oh. man, it's 2021. I don't know why you're complaining. I was like, first of all, <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> I was like, I didn't come here to complain. I was like, I came here to get a fucking uh, burrito. <laughs> so the 2021 just reminded me of that oh whole story. God. That's why. Oh, I have just triggered Dennis. <laughs> this was supposed to, I wasn't trying to <laughs> yeah. instigate. You gave me P- 2021, you gave me PTSD. <laughs> Chipotle shit. PTSD. This was supposed to be a casual conversation. <laughs> and we're talking mask already. Holy shit. Oh, my God. You know what? I didn't write this, but all right. since we're talking food. Staten Island, uh, born and raised? Born and raised Staten Island, yep. People talk so highly about the pizza. Come on. Oh. I, I haven't had it, but is it, the be- is it the best out of the boroughs? Oh, out of the boroughs? Look, you got Grimaldi's in Brooklyn. You I got Joe's. That you know the names. Yeah, Joe's you got Joe's in, in, in uh, Manhattan on Joe Broadway's. What is it? The 
Greenwich Village is the Joe's. Or it's on Broadway. There's one on Broadway. There's oh. Artichoke Bazaar. You uh, can tell them from the suburbs. You yeah. say Broadway, man. Oh, yeah, right. uh, in Manhattan. But Main Staten, Street? Yeah. <laughs> but Staten has very good pizza, bro. I have to say... Yeah, honestly, out of all the pizzas I've had, I love Staten Island. I know I could name five spots in Staten Island that I, they have some of the best pizza ever, you know? Now, you're big dude for your weight class, featherweight, defending your championship, February 18th. 2022 <laughs> coming up um do you float around north of 175 or are you just naturally like a muscle hamster like uh <laughs> like michael chandler's fucking huge he's a tank you're in that class in terms of uh big dudes for the weight class like uh, do you fluctuate crazy or is it just your natural build you know i think it's my natural build uh when i had started so i came to law at 19 and oh. I was not weighing or even looking like I look now, you know, just as I grew. I'm 24, you know, I've been growing over the years. So just with all the wrestling and lifting weights and the grappling and just everything and training in general, eating better um, and understanding my body, I think I just naturally grew. Um, I don't, I try not to get over 175. I definitely could if I just, not even unhealth, like not even in an unhealthy way. If I just ate and worked out and lifted and did my thing, but ate a good amount, I could. But I always like mitigate what I eat, and I don't go too crazy. You know, I'll enjoy myself, but I don't, I don't binge in any way, shape, or form. Except with, I have trouble with candy, bro. I'm a huge you sugar and fiend. You and Brian Ortega. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge sugar fiend. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. You have a, one of the rare combinations of speed, power, and um, what was it like cardio? The, in your last knockout, which had the whole uh, local. Uh, Albania community. I don't know if it was the edit on your part, but <laughs> or it was uh, the fight pass edit. Man, the crowd was rocking. I saw uh, Albanian flags hanging around, just oh, yeah. you on top of the fence. A beautiful scene. Like, take us through that moment, man. Is that like the greatest knockout of your career? That was a wonderful knockout. Was it ROC seventy two or seventy? This this one was seventy seventy five, I think, or seventy four. Is this seventy five? Yeah, I think we're yep. going. Okay, so seventy four. Yep. Okay. Take us through that night. Like, was it just you knew walking in the building it was going to happen, or was it just, like, unfolding in front of your eyes? You know, uh, I was supposed to fight July. It was a crazy knockout, thank God. I was supposed to fight July with the same opponent, Michael Lawrence, who I had fought in October, but I had broke my collarbone two weeks before the fight. Right, right, right. And then you traveled to Albania, right? I went to Albania, yep. I went to Albania, got back to, like, my roots, you know, uh, saw all my family, every, all my aunts, uncles. North of 180. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, when I go to Albania, I come back leaner. Bullshit. I swear to God, bro. I eat family? so much. I eat so much. But I guess it's just the food is so clean. There's really, and the portions are, they're not New York portions, you know. So there's no New York portions. <laughs> the food is very clear, clean, I mean, fresh. And no, you're just active all day. Yeah, the alcohol is very clear. <laughs> Rocky, baby. (laughs) It's moonshine, you know. It's it's our moonshine. But uh, I went to Albania. You know, I was actually running in the mountains with the broken collarbone. I was doing Taekwondo training out there, just kicking, swimming a lot. I was swimming every day just to, like, get blood flow to the shoulder area. Smart. And, you know, just seeing my family and being around everyone and just being in such a beautiful place with beautiful people that appreciated me and what I do back here, it just lit a different fire 
inside of me. And uh, I've always been motivated. I never had that problem with discipline or motivation. But uh, there was something different about when I came back. I was like, just my mentality changed. I grew in Albania. And uh, my grandfather had actually passed away the day. He, he got sick the day I was leaving, like very sick. And when I had said, when I had said bye to him before, when I was going to the airport, um, I just knew, like, I just knew it was, it was that time. So, uh, you know, I took like a mental, a mental, uh, like screenshot, you know, like just a mental picture of, of his face and like the last few words. I just made sure to really just be in the moment. And then, uh, you know, he passed away the day after I came back. So I just every day I was just pushing and pushing and pushing and, uh, wanted to bring like some peace and happiness to my family for, for that moment. So that was a really deep, uh, deep win. You know, what I mean, it, was, it meant a lot, this win for me. So I was I knew the guy could come in with an AK-47. He wasn't going to take me out. Uh, you said, the again, Dennis Bazookia on Instagram and Twitter, at Dennis Bazookia. Uh, ROC 75 featherweight title on the line against Josh Roller in a couple of days. It's going to be amazing. You said a fire was lit in you. How far do you believe this fire could take you? Until the end, until the end. If this fire starts to dim out, another one I'll find. I find motivation, you know. But not that I have to look for motivation. I have motivation within myself. My potential is my motivation. Like I, my how far, like knowing in my head, the Dennis Bazooka I see in my head, the ultimate best athlete, multiple martial arts fighter in the world. That's my motivation. Seeing that and achieving that, and every day working towards that. So that's my motivation. But um, I, I'm taking over the world. That's that's my goal. Not just MMA, not the UFC, the the world. Modern day Alexander. And I I agree with that. My uh I was just speaking to my wife, uh speaking with, not to. I'm starting <laughs> to change that when you say that. speaking to, no, speaking with. Um I was saying yeah, I really like I've got long time friends, fifteen years, uh, some are cops, uh actually most of them are cops. Um but I started to realize we kind of differ in terms of not just physical goals, but in terms of kind of positive vibes. And I go to my wife, I said, I enjoy going to the gym because I didn't name you specifically, because look at you, man, fucking Armani over here. <laughs> I said, uh, no, people like Dennis, Justin, we're working on James, uh, mm -hmm. Aviv. It's just positive energy. And it's like, you have to be positive in this space. And that's why when you say not just fighting, uh, but in other outlets in the world for you, I believe it because you have to be positive to uh, I don't know, and have that belief. And I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm saying I appreciate your energy and your positivity. And you have a ray of light coming out of you, man. And I really believe if you just stay on track, you could achieve anything you want in this world. So very excited for your fight and uh, good luck, man. Uh, I'm really, really excited. I really appreciate for it. that, actually. Thank you, bro. That means a lot. Thank you. Um, last thing. Um, Alexander the Great. Greeks, Macedonians, Albanian, everybody's claiming them. What, what's, the, what's the history here? His mother was Albanian from the city I'm from in Shkoder. Oh, you're going to get... Uh, Volkanovsky's not going to be <laughs> happy about this. <laughs> well, Macedonia... Um, Macedonia, you know, however you want to pronounce it. Albania was so. Just a quick little history lesson. I won't bore anyone or you or whatever. But I bored be a you with thing. that question. I'm sorry. No, everybody. no, no, no. It's a good question. Be positive, people. Be positive. It's a, it's a good question. <laughs> you know, as long as we don't start any fights, you know. <laughs> but um, ancient Ill Illyria was 
modern-day Albania. He spoke the same language. It was much greater than it is now, speaking of Albania. Parts of Montenegro, Kosovo, Macedonia, and even parts of Greece, all they do is speak Albanian to this day. So, sure. there, you know, over the course of history, Albania, Illyria at the time was broken up. Now we're left with smaller modern-day Albania. So that even Constantine the Great was Albanian. Okay. A lot of people don't know that either. Uh, you yeah, know? I'm one of those. <laughs> you, uh, I guarantee you, uh, me and Mr. Uh, Yaquinta would fail every geography <laughs> test. We're, it's New York, such like. Uh, I mean, obviously you have heritage outside of New York, but it's like people born and raised here. It's like you don't know anything from our elbow and knee. Just only New York. <laughs> only New York. <laughs> I don't even know where Montana is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, New Yorkers are so just like only New York. It's funny. Even though we're assimilated with the whole world, but quick thing, Mike Tyson, he, he studies studies emperors. I heard, that, I heard that on the Rogan. Yep. Yeah, he he's the one who said he publicly said uh, Alexander the Great was Albanian. I so respect he it. knows his history. Pardon, with uh, conquerors and emperors very well, very well. So, well, know. did Colin Farrell do him justice? Colin Farrell, who's that? The guy. Oh, in uh, in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> In Troy, was it Troy or no? No, it was, I think it was. What movie was I that? I think it was Al Alex the Great. I think it was called. You know, I, I never I, saw it. I saw parts of it. I've seen parts of it. I've only seen Rosario Dawson. I almost, boots. I almost got very controversial with what I was about to say, but I'm not gonna say it. Jeez, he starts <laughs> and wraps with controversy, but won't be uh, controversial. Will be the decisive win, ROC 75 against right. Josh Roller, February 18th, 2022. People. Check it out at Dennis Bazookia. Uh, he doesn't own a shirt. He walked in with <laughs> no shirt. It's 18 degrees out. He leaves with no shirt. <laughs> Dennis, again, I appreciate the time, Thank brother. Thank you so much for your time, brother. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ike Feldman from the Iktagon. I know I've been covering the local guys, but he is adapted to the local environment. He is far from home, but he's made his home on Strong Island. New York, and I'm talking with Aviv King Gozali. He's kind of like a brethren of mine. The fact that I try to connect more with people who have, uh, I don't know, some of my background, whether it's Mexican fighters or Israeli fighters. Um, as you guys know, I spoke to Natan Levy, and now I'm speaking to Aviv. This is—he didn't show up like this. He just went through uh, a hard work and practice. He put in his effort. He's sweating like Shaquille O'Neal. He looks great. He's in the mix of cutting weight. I really pre appreciate his time. Mr. Gozali, how you doing? I'm doing great. Ready for the fight next weekend. Feeling the best I ever felt. And I'm just ready to go. Why is this fight camp the best you ever felt? Is it mentally, physically, spiritually, all the above? Uh, I grew up. I'm still, I'm still a child. We can say that I'm 21. I had my 21 birthday like two months ago, so every fight I'm getting older, mentally I'm getting better, and now I made Long Island my house, my home, something that that I just did like a couple of months ago, started to connect all the guys with the gym, we became like really good friends, and that's what made this camp the best I ever had. Nice. Now... Two things. One, you're a good-looking guy. Two, <laughs> you just turned 21 on Long Island, New York. Can you tell us what you did for your 21st birthday? Uh, nothing. 
Well, in Israel, you could drink at 18, correct? Yeah, in Israel, oh, so you can this drink isn't at 18. No. Okay. But yeah, I don't care about drinking. I care okay. about fighting and making money. <laughs> good answer, good answer. <laughs> Did you have a, uh, a teenage years where you were maybe uh, in trouble in school? Did, have you always just been on a, a smooth path? Like yeah, a, you seem like a laid-back guy. I always uh, was a uh, good kid in school. I didn't... I didn't was from the kids that learning in school. I just used to came because, you know, my parents made me go. But I remember myself every day at school. I'm going like home at 10 a.m., going to the gym straight and training all day. That's all I did since I'm three years old, since I remember myself. Now, my father is from Ashkelon. Uh, came here when he was 27. I think it was the Seven Day War. It was right after that he came to America. He did uh, electric there. He does electric here. He makes sure he steals all the people's money when he does. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the stereotype with uh, yeah. uh, Jewish and Israeli. It kills me. That's why I appreciate you, Natan, um, a bunch of other Israeli fighters because you guys are tough Jews. That's that's what I love, man. It's not everybody thinks lawyer, doctor, lawyer, no. doctor. And it's like, uh, Aviv could tap you out in 11 seconds. <laughs> yes, we are the new generation of the Jewish, the Jewish power. I agree, I agree. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu too, I've seen. The, uh, do you have Jiu-Jitsu on this? No. Oh, oh not, okay. No. I've seen somebody's had it all over their, all over their shorts and uh, uh, shirts. But Bellator 274, just two weeks away. How's the weight cut going? White Cup is amazing. I think it's my last fight at uh, 155 because the White Cup is going much better than I expected. Are you hinting at featherweight? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> you would be the biggest dude. Yeah, I'm gonna fight all of those midgets. <laughs> I'm gonna jab them <laughs> from the other side of the octagon. Oh my gosh! Pitbull, uh, AJ McKee. You guys no, watch AJ, it. AJ McKee is my friend, so oh. yeah. Okay. No AJ McKee. Okay. Okay. But Pitbull. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we obviously know about your wonderful grappling ability and jujitsu skills. I saw, is he your sensei? The, is he a fourth degree Henzo Gracie black belt? The, the big dude? Yeah, my father is. Oh, that's your father? Yeah, this is my father. Oh. He's a fifth degree black belt of Henzo. Oh my gosh. How do you meet Henzo? How did he get started? Uh, phew, 25 years ago, I think he started to do jujitsu. In Israel or no, in over in the U.S. Okay. He was, he was from the first students of Enzo, when he had like small gym like over here. Did he know like Sarah? This. Yeah, <laughs> he knows Sarah back in the days. <laughs> when they, he had hair. <laughs> they they just met last Friday after 20 years. Oh my gosh! And he's like, oh, Gonzali, yeah. right? You, you know when Matt Sarah's in the room. <laughs> yeah, he's an amazing guy, amazing vibes. Amazing. I like him. And speaking of amazing things, uh, man, you're, you're boxing. That's what I got to uh, uh, witness tonight. Your boxing looks phenomenal. Your, your hook, your pivots, your movements. You're not a slow guy like uh, Anderson Silva. He kind of covers distance with his upper body. You have beautiful footwork for a very tall guy. Thanks uh, to Ray Longo. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how long have you been part of the, uh, the law MMA team? Uh, I'm over here already two years. I'm over here. Okay. Two years, amazing years. Got so much better since I came. Remembering my first trainings over here, everybody used to beat me in the gym, <laughs> in the stand-up. Not know. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Bellator 274, Aviv Gozali. 
How do you feel about the carrying the pressure? And I got the uh, Aviv Gozali haircut right now. I don't, ha I don't have a pressure. But but with the ESPN posted your yeah. submission. That ESPN is the number one in the world, man. Like, uh, how many women are in your uh, DMs? Yeah, I got, uh, I got like, like. What's harder, the women or the opponents? <laughs> the women. <laughs> Amazing. I got so much followers, then ESPN posted it, and Bellator, it's got viral, the video, 7 million views on TikTok. It went crazy. This is where I'll add the clip in the interview. You guys see Aviv's beautiful jiu-jitsu. So what are your goals after you get this win, February 19th, Bellator 274? I will, I will be there. What are your goals after this fight for the next year, next five years, next 10 years? The goal for this fight is to finish in, in the first round like I did in the sixth past fight. After this fight, I'm calling out Usman Romagomedov. He's ranking number six, I think. Wow. Three ranks above me. We both undefeated. Somebody always got to go. This is the fight to make. Amazing, amazing. And 2023, championship fight in Israel. This is the, yeah. this is the mission. That's what I preach about Bellator. They go to Dublin, they go to Tel Aviv. Is that, is that like... They came to Tel Aviv four times. I had the opportunity to fight there twice. One time was the common event, 12,000 people. Every time they come in, people in Israel love this sport. Oh my God, I got chills. Yeah, and I love the vibes in Israel. It's, wow, okay. can't explain in words. My last thing, what would you say to the, the Americans, the Western Hemisphere, about the Israeli fighting spirit? Uh, the Israeli fighting spirit, we are warriors. We have the best army in the world. So <laughs> I don't think... I need to say more. See, it's that modest warrior. <laughs> we have the, the strongest guy protect us. Amen. Amen. Aviv King Gozali, at King Gozali, not on Twitter. He's smart. Pumi and Al Jermaine <laughs> are fighting the Twitter people and your boy Ike Feldman. I like Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> it's just pictures of butts and fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Follow Aviv on Instagram, at King Gozali. Aviv, I really appreciate the time. Thank I will be at the much. fight and I can't wait for it, man. Thank you. Great stuff. Arctagon history, the first fighter with no shirt. Um, the second Israeli fighter from Aviv, but he does hold some history of his own. He has the fastest submission in Bellator history, as you guys saw. Really great interviews, really good time sitting down with the guys. Again, I didn't get to speak to James Gonzalez. Uh, as I prefaced in the, the beginning of this, James fights on the same card as Dennis. Um, and not that I didn't ask Justin Montavo to, for a couple minutes, actually have a very extensive, extensive project going on working with Justin just the intricate details that goes into his camp into his mindset in between the glitz and glamour that are interviews and press conferences and before the the glory which is fight night so I call it the gray area which is in between uh, black and white and I, I just think it's fitting it's just you're there. You're there during the process. And Justin and his family and his team have been extremely gracious and 
open door, open format, just wonderful people. And I feel lucky. I feel like a better person. Justin has motivated me to better myself. I've lost 11 pounds in five weeks. I'm getting in shape. The arm bar mitzvah is making a comeback. Let's go. Let's go. But on a funny note, as I mentioned, James Gonzalez, I did ask him for an interview. Hold on. I need a sip. I need a reset before I tell this story. James is funny. He's an interesting guy. And I like interesting people. I don't know if I'm interested. I, I just try to be a good, good energy, just good energy, basically. But people who are interesting, they have a special place in my book. And James Gonzalez, I've had two pretty decently long interactions with him. Maybe maybe five minutes the first time and then two minutes the second time. It's pretty good. You get to know somebody. So I go and I'm I'm really denied. I'm really denied. Like if I get denied, something's wrong with you. But I go. Hey James, uh are are you good for an interview? Uh, I'm interviewing Dennis, Aviv. Uh, you obviously see me working with Justin. I'm the camera guy. I'm the media guy. I'm hanging around. Would you like to be interviewed? And Justin's like the... Excuse me, Justin. James is like the Robert De Niro of MMA. He goes, no, no. I'm good. You're good? What do you mean? I'm the Octagon. What do you mean you, you don't want to be interviewed? No, I'm good. Last time I spoke to you guys, you took something out of context, and it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go, so I'm good. I was like, okay. I go, now you have my attention. What the hell happened? Who asked these questions? What was taken out of context? What are the, the bits and pieces that are being picked up from this interview? You have my attention, James Gonzalez. You have my attention. More importantly than your fight on Ring of Combat 75. I want to know what the hell happened in this interview, but that's for a different time and place, I guess. But guys, enjoy the fights this weekend. Again, Ring of Combat 75 on Friday. Bellator 274 on Saturday. Your boy will be there. Flex Fight Series NY versus Florida 2 in Patchogue, New York. Excellent strip of bars in Patchogue. Go there if you guys haven't watched some fights. Get drunk. Enjoy your time. Get some pizza afterwards. But your boy is always moving. It's going to be an awesome weekend. I got a little tournament coming up. It's been a while since I've told you guys about a tournament. Uh... About two and a half years. Wow. Wowzies. But great weekend. Tournament. Bellator fights. Your boy is enjoying life. Enjoying the process. Enjoying the grind. Enjoy being a father. A writer. And life is good. Peace.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.